the living geek. Hello and welcome to Vampire TV, your one-stop recap for shutting down the Arrowverse. I'm your host, Kenneth, and around the table we have Monica. I'm only like 50% here because Kenneth and I are sick with different diseases, but Yay. he's also only 50% here. So Beatrice, you're in charge. No, I'm 125% here. Oh no, I feel like you're 75, Monica's 50, so I get to be 310. That's not how, how math, math works, <laughs> but you know, we'll go with it. So anyway, uh, we have season finales for Supergirl, Arrow, and The Flash, but not in that order. Um, so let's jump right into Supergirl, which we all watched together. And we did. It no was one very took nice. Notes. And no. so, because we were sharing, I know friendship time. It was mm-hmm. real weird. Like my thumbs were getting twitchy for not Digging typing notes. on a keyboard. So oh. I don't know why my thumbs I mean, would be twitchy. My thumbs were twitchy for different reasons. <laughs> 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 my God, sexy one. So yeah, it was a good. I, I liked this. This it was a, it was a good finale. Although it had a lot of predictable stuff that happened in it too. Oh yeah, yeah. It it hit all the the main. I think the thing the that bugged beats. me the most is um, they did four seconds of research and were like, this is the only way. Yeah, I always hate that. Like, could you just hit up Google for another 30 seconds? Yeah. Dude, like, you know who did uh, more than four seconds of research? The people who found that uh, lead from leaded gasoline that got in our atmosphere may have had a direct correlation on violent crimes 30 years later. Dude, I read no that. Joke. No joke when they were like, oh, it's enough to drive them out, but it won't hurt humans. I'm like, mm, lead's pretty bad for us. <laughs> yeah. well, and was... you just put it in our breathing air. There was a... a... And the rain clouds, like, mm-hmm. this is not a good plan. Yeah, there was a study about New York in the 70s and how there may have been just permanent gases and shit hanging in the air that were, was making everybody crazy, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Summer of Sam and all that shit mm-hmm. in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Bad times. Oh, but hey, now there's just like lead in this <laughs> universe's atmosphere forever. I'm going to need Supergirl to fly all the way around the planet and just dispel all the lead somehow. Or go back in time. Just fly fast enough that oh, that God, happens. No. <laughs> what have we learned? Stop sticking your dick yeah. in the timeline. Seriously. Even you, Kara. Would it be sticking her clit in the timeline? Mm-hmm. Basically the same thing. I like that my beautiful Sunshine Superman was here, and he didn't try to take over the show. Oh, man, he's so nice. He's perfect. And he's he got the adorable. crap kicked out of him. He did. Good God. Yeah. Could that fight in the fountain have gone on any longer? It's my main problem with any Superman, Supergirl, Super whatever person is they're they're just punchers. They're mm-hmm. not even brawlers. Brawlers use tools and their legs. Mm-hmm. Well, no. They literally just punch each other in the face. Well, yeah, a brawler will grab you around the neck. Will like go up in the sternum. Will uh, a brawler will fight dirty. Will pull your hair, and throw you into shit. Right, but, but they were like boxing, but without any actual skill. Yeah, I'd rather watch boxing. It was just it was the same punches over and over again in slow motion. Yeah, just giant haymakers. Uh, Which it was yeah. like it reminded me a lot of Man of Steel. I assume end. that they had to do this because they didn't have the budget to like pick cars up and hit each other with. But that, I think they could have been a bit more Actually, inventive that with would the be, fighting. That would be my, my one thing would be that at least the fight was self-contained and they oh, didn't sure. destroy a ton of buildings. Well, yeah. I was actually pretty mad that she didn't just take him out into the desert. It's not that far yeah. from the city center. And then they could have used mountains or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like it was long and it was dumb. And I Superman fighting is my least favorite fighting. Because like you said, it's just a bunch of haymakers and it gets really boring. Yeah, and their their conversation in the Fortress of Solitude afterward was a little stilted, though I did appreciate them getting the point across that she beat him fair and square. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was not subtle, but 
I dug it. I'm glad that they had that, and so people couldn't be like, "Oh, well, you know, he was mind control, blah blah blah." It's nope. Like, nah, she kicked the crap out of him. She yes, beat I him. Did like that? He was like, "No, I was at full strength. You beat the shit out of me." Because he's nice. my perfect sunshine Superman. Oh, he's so cute. Oh my god, I love how much Win loves Superman. Oh my god, him him mouthing, I love you. <laughs> I love you. He's ridiculous. I'm so into it. I'm so and like Superman's like weirded out by it, but not necessarily a bad way because he's mm-hmm. just a good person. He's like, okay, that's that's a little much for me, so I'm gonna go over here. But you know, <laughs> good on you. Yeah. You know, I looked up fan fiction right after. Uh no, I I've met you. <laughs> Oh, what else? Lena was great. I loved Lena talking to her mom. I love that we, we we start that scene with her and she's sitting in her office and she's wearing pants and she's just glaring at that red glaring dress at that on the, red full, dress on the and floor. Drinking. And I was like, girl, I know that feel. That's her third drink. She's like, I needed it. Yeah. Also, I like how her mom was like, oh, I was so proud of you. I'm sorry if I thought. I remember what her mom said, but basically her response was, oh, you're sorry that you never once encouraged me and I had to turn to an insane alien woman to get any kind of motherly affection. Mm -hmm. I was like, good on you, girl. Yell at her. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think any um, potential, oh, maybe my mom's not completely bad, was thrown out the window when she teleported back without Kara and Monel. So, Yeah, that was so shitty. I'm glad because Lena deserves way better than that woman. And that woman is lucky if Lena even looks at her, let alone has a conversation. Yeah. I like that Lena wasn't letting her get away with anything either when she, she tried to hit the button early and she's like, psych, I gave it to yeah, Kara. That, <laughs> that was great. I was like, Lena, you're not dumb. Fool her once. Mm-hmm. Right, right now we're at fool her 57 times. Yeah. Look, it's her mom, it's harder. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and then we had the big fight with uh, Terry Hatcher. Which I like how they're like, oh, but you promised on your honor. I'm like, she's evil. Yeah, she's a butthole. She she stabbed her own husband in the chest. There's no honor. What are you talking about? Dumb. Yeah. And then I thought it was pretty cool, though, that she bleeds kryptonite. Though, I don't know how we haven't gotten gotten to that yet. She's been hanging around a while. And if her blood has kryptonite in it, so does, like, her saliva and her... That's not necessarily true. I suppose you're right. There's no red blood cells in your saliva. Hmm. Boom. All right. Science. Science. Yeah. Yeah. Don't bring that <laughs> shit in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mono left. No one cared. No one cared. Like, I was sad in that scene because uh, Kara was giving it giving it all, all uh-huh. she had. And I felt empathy for her. Yeah. But do I care that Mono is leaving? Not really because I know he's coming back. Yeah. You know wh- who he's coming back with? The Legion of Superheroes, because that portal's taking him into the 31st century. 31st? Firth. 31st. 31st. Yep. It's a century where everyone is calling for us. <laughs> That's glorious. I would like to go there yeah. now, please. <laughs> it's just uh, all day, every day, that scene of him uh, from Pride and Prejudice. Stop! <laughs> oh, the lake scene! Stop! It's like alternates between the lake scene and the two scenes where he's really violent in Kingsman. It's like those two scenes all day long. I'm fine. Okay. And don't that's look how, at where my that, hands are. And that's how Monica died. <laughs> Pretty much. And um, what else? Can we talk about how in the little pod Monel leaves in, he's able to breathe just fine. So why not have him sit in there for a couple weeks while they then clear the lead out of the air? Also, we cool. watched we watched his mom crumble and die in about 12 seconds, and they stand outside that pod chit-chatting for several minutes. Well, uh, he spent more time on Earth, so it's harder. I feel like if you were afraid that the person you loved might die, you and would put them in. You would put them in the pod first, yeah. and then say pod your goodbyes. Later. Yeah, 
No one got time for that. No joke. I'm with Kenneth. Get him in that pod and then put him in a sealed off room and make him live in a bubble for a year while mm-hmm. you figure out how to clean out the atmosphere. Yeah. This is stupid. But as for all these goddamn shows, nobody thinks long term. Yeah. It's just, oh, crap. What do, what can we do right now? It's very annoying. Ooh, speaking of that, like Alex with her, ah, my sister's sad. I better propose to my girlfriend. I don't think that's what that was. No. I think it was the world almost ended. Yeah. I want to propose to my Not girlfriend. a good time to propose to anyone. Um, A lot of people have proposed to people because the world Yeah, and you know ending. what happens? Speed two. Where were they <laughs> not together anymore? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you just drop speed Boom. two? It's <laughs> like a reason to not be in love. Dang. No, uh, people respond emotionally to to grief and brushes with death all the time that's what makes people that's what makes people reevaluate their lives and, and like I, most people like people during wartime that's all they do is they get married and they fuck no i mean and i definitely understand that but if you have then already survived the end of the world take take three days and really let that feeling settle in and don't jump right in. You know, like the least romantic person you know i don't give a fuck you know what i want i want a lasting relationship that doesn't fall apart but because they've already proven that they're a lasting relationship. It's not like they met. Then had she'll sex be last there week. in three days when you yeah. want to propose. No, see, I'd be with you if they had just met two weeks ago, but they've already been through the shit, and they have each other's back, and they they know each other, mm. and and that they don't have to get married tomorrow. They can be engaged for a year. Oh sure, and I, I definitely see your point. I just it is not something I would ever do. I think that is a. I personally think that's a terrible time to propose to anybody. Like. Uh, that that's too much pressure on the other person because then I I as Maggie would always be kind of wondering, oh, did she do this because this just happened? Like even though objectively I would know, oh no, Alex totally loves me. That wouldn't be why. Like it would have that little seed always argument. sitting there. I hate this argument. Who gives a shit if she proposed to you whether or not you were about to die? She was gonna do it anyway. Who gives a shit you don't when? Know that? Oh, we absolutely know that Maggie or that. Alex was eventually going to propose to Maggie, okay? She's in it to win it, okay? So this whole idea that it, like, means less somehow because they had a brush with death bothers the shit out of me. I'd say if you, if you as Maggie, if you, if in, if in two weeks, you know, you see Alex looking shifty or or you're, you're, you're feeling that way, there's no reason you can't just have a conversation about it. Yeah. I mean, you, you would think that, but also people are terrible at communicating. Well, you know, if if we're if we're saying that, I don't know. I I would say that if you're having a healthy relationship and you want to have a healthy engagement and eventually a healthy marriage, then you got to talk about awkward also, shit. I oh, feel sure. Like they've proven they have a pretty healthy relationship and they're yeah. really good at talking shit out, mm-hmm. even the horrible stuff. So I straight up think if stuff got weird in a couple of weeks, they could sit down with each other and go, hmm, "Maybe we shouldn't do that." Yeah. But I I actually think it went. I think it was. It made sense for me. And I didn't feel That's like fair. it was because Kara was sad. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I feel like people probably spur of the moment propose all the time, and they they're caught up in the emotion of 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 doing it or of yeah they, the amount of proposals that come right after sex. I tell you, what. Mm-hmm. or if they just had a relative die, or if someone they know just had a baby, or if they just lost their job, or they got a terrible haircut or something. I don't know. Um, probably a lot of that is emotional spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. But I feel like ninety nine percent of the time you probably don't regret it later. Yeah, that's fair. I I would completely disagree with it, but I, I definitely see where y'all are coming <laughs> right. from on it. Uh, I would I We're would in a blood feud. I would hate it if somebody proposed to me like 
live on the Jumbotron at a sporting event, mm-hmm. I would die. First, I would murder them, and then I would die. Well, no, that's so awful because the social construct is you have to say yes even if you don't want to. So then you have to say yes and pretend to be happy and awkwardly sit next to them for six innings of a baseball game. And then you get them alone. You go, what the fuck? Yeah. Number one, we're over. Number two, what the fuck? Yeah. Otherwise, the- otherwise you get to be a, in a viral video as that bitch who made that dude cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So- <laughs> uh Two ways in which proposing to me will end in a definite no. A public proposal and finding out that you asked my father's permission beforehand. Oh, no, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, that's icky. Oh, man. Do we know who the baby is that they, like, 30 years ago and they shot some other person into Oh, space? that's right. The... The stinger uh, at the end of this. Probably rain. I don't. We were talking about this in Slack a little bit. Um, she's a bad guy from Supergirl New Fifty Two, so it's fairly recent. Yeah. But uh, a definite canonical Supergirl bad guy, and not a Superman bad guy, Ooh, which is interesting. That's mm-hmm. fun. One of four uh, world-ending people b- that were uh, constructed. Um, same. It's like her Doomsday and two others. I'm glad it's not Doomsday then. Yeah, it, it's more exciting to have someone that's Supergirl's direct villain and not mm-hmm. picking up more well, Superman's. And, and a woman, always cool. Mm-hmm. And there doesn't seem to be much information about who she is or like her, her so character. They could do so they could really go anywhere yeah, with it. Yeah, it's pretty wide open. I wonder who they'll cast. I hope it's a person of color. I was just thinking that, but then she'd be evil. But then we also have a lot of people of color on the show who are not evil. Mm-hmm. They should So it cast. should it should. I mean, a lady of color. Especially if, if, if it's possible that we could sway her from being evil to being good. Yeah, they won't let us. No, I love that story. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> Spike was very formative for you. Oh, correct. Though Spike, as with many, is a problematic fave. Yeah. Yeah. Why is so many of the things that we love problematic? Uh, because so many of the things are written by men. I'm throwing down that gauntlet. Kids. Ruth Nega. That's who they should have player. Oh, there dude. She hasn't showed board. up over here yet. I would be on board for that. I love her. I don't know, man. She's on a comic book show. Oh, she's on Preacher. Whatever. She was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. also. Oh, shit. She's like... Oh, yeah, shit. I just want her in all my comic book shows. She's like Mark Shepard, the next generation. Yes. <laughs> she's going to be on all the shows. It'll don't be delightful. Don't do it. Oh, my God. I want it. All right. Should we... I think that was... Oh, and Cat uh, Grant knows that car is Supergirl. Because of course which, she does. Which was great. Because of course she does. Yeah. Of course she, she's not fucking. Because come stupid. on. I think that's mostly it. Looks like Kat's back. She moved back into her office. She's ready to go. Yeah, I'm curious if because with the little amount that they had Catco uh, in this season anyway, they could really have her a character same as Superman yep. and just show up four or five times a season. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and, that would because I think maybe that's why they brought in Snapper so that he could be. Around every episode, uh-huh. but then they would only bring in Cat when they needed her. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I would dig because then that frees up her. James to to do other things, do whatever stupid shit he wants to do. God, at least give him a storyline next season. Yeah, it was just oh, I want to be a hero, but not that kind of hero, but the other kind of hero. I don't know, James. Yep. So right, that was so. Supergirl. <laughs> Should we talk about Flash next? Yep. God, this episode pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> I hope you're ready, Kenneth. I'm not. <laughs> like, remember the days when we liked this show a lot? And it was so cute. It was so and cute and fun. and fun. Dude, I blame the fact that they've had speedsters three years in a row with basically the same storyline. There's yeah. an evil speedster. We don't know who it is. We wait forever to find out who it is, and then it's a hassle. Yes. Repeat three times. Also, they are trying to turn him into Oliver, 
and he's not. He's Barry. Mm-hmm. He's sunshine and light and optimism all the time. Mm-hmm. And I hate this. Yeah. I'm hopeful that next season will be more exciting because this one, like, it was okay. But I definitely like the first and second seasons a lot more. Yeah. Yes. Um, I liked that at least at the end, Iris got to do something, but it was pretty much a day late and a dollar short. She, got, I mean, she got to shoot Savitar, but mm-hmm. like, whatever. But like, who gives a shit? She got to do nothing all season. She got to throw one. She had to shoot one bullet. Is that, is that supposed to make up for all this nonsense? And HR is gone. Just crap. Yeah, it made me a lot more sad than I thought it would have because he really right. grew on me. I loved him. Though the only part that really got me was um, the father-son stuff with Barry and Joe when he was like leaving for his punishment or whatever, his penance. The father-son <sighs> stuff between the two of them got me. I was like, mm-hmm. don't look at me. Oh, dude, HR's funeral also. I was, I was bummed. Yeah. I was like, aw. When they put the drumsticks down. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like Caitlin's, I guess, like half here. Yeah, Sorry. that's weird. I don't. I, I just, don't know. I have to say, I got I got very upset at them making some sort of meta human cure because that shit's not great. And now that we've brought that into the universe, I'm worried it's going to come back around and bite us. It so, might be an only Caitlyn. Yeah, I I took it as okay. yeah, took it, it as would adjust. I didn't even think it would actually cure her of her ice powers, but it would just um, fix whatever imbalance was making her very Killer Frost angry. Well. Oh, I assumed it took away her ice power. Yeah, yeah I, the, the I way it they just hers because it was like specific to DNA. Okay, yeah, cause the, the way they've been presenting it on the show are her powers are inherently evil, and the use of them will make her evil. Oh She's yeah, so yeah, but... which is dumb. The only powers that are presented that way. Oh no, I know. It's just you know when when they started talking about, talk about like um, genetic modification of her gene mm-hmm. splicey blah blah blah. Maybe wow. they figured out a way to get around that. I don't know. Okay. So, but, though I was glad that she didn't take it mm-hmm. because you're not broken. You just need to fucking work on your shit. Yeah, I mean, it, it. If you go from being an adjusted human to due to these powers in you, you have the urge to kill people. Like, yeah, may, maybe it's not too bad to take something that makes you not want to kill your friends. I guess because you can take the metaphor both ways. You can take the metaphor as that you have a disease. Or like a, a a mental illness thing, and you need to take medication in order to find your balance again. But there's also this idea of just because you're changing or you're you're something different, you're something other, you have to change who you are at the fundamental level to be quote unquote normal. And so I'm 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 torn between which one. I I can see your point. Yeah. But she also wanted to kill her friends. Like that—that's way... not the normal othering anymore. Yeah, I think that the way that they presented her power specifically, mm-hmm. it's more of a mental health get your balance, and okay. less of a, you know, like at the end of X three when they were trying to like make mutants not mutants anymore. Oh, yeah. Sorry, at the, the end board. of what? Sorry, I apologize. Was... <laughs> Sometimes they have a trope <laughs> where they give you medicine. I've, I've never heard of that movie. And you no longer have powers. So I think it's just the way they presented it. It's it's less like icky and gross and you have to be more normal. Mm-hmm. And it's more, there is a thing that is affecting your behavior in a way that puts other people in danger and this will help like mediate. Okay. I'm not stoked about it because I'm mad at the premise. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've talked about it every episode this whole season. Um, but yeah, at least it's not, you know, it doesn't cure all metahumans of being metahumans. Because that shit is dangerous. It's fucked up. Yeah, so Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's No. No, let's unpack this though. So like all metahumans in the Flashverse basically are that way because of the explosion at Star Labs. They they weren't ever 
born that way. Yeah, except for Barry, they've all been post-birth genetically modified by an explosion. Are you really taking away their identity or are you just reverting them back to Mm. like that's Mm, that's that's more hey i'm walking along i trip fall into this oil that dyes my hair purple and then you come along with a cure that fixes said purple hair like i think okay so i i think that the way i'm thinking of this is the way it gets presented in a lot of x-men comics mm -hmm. and i'm always going to be fine with someone presenting that kind of cure or, or fix as an option, because especially if it's something that you have no control over, whether you're a mutant and that was your, your genetics, but it presents in a way that makes it hard for you to live your life or something like this, where it was done without your consent. If you want to change your life to get back to what feels normal or right to you, that's great. But Every time something like this gets presented in the comic book world, it always ends up in the hands of somebody bad. Oh, yeah. And I feel like somebody getting a hold of that and being like, we're going to detonate a bomb so that we have over Central City so that nobody gets powers anymore because all mutants are evil. Yeah, but the the big difference is they're not mutants. They're not mutants. They they're weren't born humans. with these powers. They they were modified well after birth. Yeah. Like, they've already had established they, identities. They've, they've thrown that into Star City, too. The new Black Canary, she got hers from the explosion. Oh, that's true, yeah. There are no natural-born metahumans in this universe. Okay. Well, that's an interesting point. Just Barry. Not even Barry. Barry got hit by lightning. Yeah, but that basically jump-started the speed force that... Was already wanted to inside get of up him. inside of him, yeah. It, Speed Force is creepy. Well, there's some, yeah, there's some destiny stuff going on with Barry, yeah. or like time loop stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. Gah. fucking the So maybe it's just like less bad in this thing. because of the way in which they present being a metahuman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because definitely not genetic. You're yeah. not born that way. It's something that was done to you. Mm-hmm. And if you like, if that weather guy is like, I'm tired of controlling the weather and I want to be normal. Then you'd be like, okay, sure. Yeah, of yeah, course. X-Men side, I much more agree with you yeah. on it. Like, it's it gets a lot shiftier when you're taking away part of someone's naturally born identity. Mm-hmm. But even then, there's a question of, like, rogue can't touch people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and people should be able to make that choice. Yeah. It's just every time it comes up in the comics, it's Stryker gets a hold of it and then tries yeah. to make a world yeah. bomb. That's, that's, what, yeah. world bomb. that's what always makes me nervous. Anytime you, you talk about things that can affect such sweeping change um when you're talking about people who have power who just by their existence are are immediately disenfranchising people with more traditional versions of power so you, uh, giving them the possibility to take that power back or to shift that power away from them makes me a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. but you're not you're not wrong in that this is something that was done to them without their consent in the first place so i just go the syndrome route and uh just keep blowing up Star Labs and give everyone powers. Because then once everyone is special, no, no one, one is. is special. Oh, do we know what the big-ass white light is? Wasn't that the end of Flash? Oh, no, he went into the he, speed yeah, vortex. Yeah, he walked into the speed force. The prison. Oh. No, the speed oh. heaven. Oh, my God. Barry's gone forever. He'll never come back. How will we live? Oh, no, it's okay. I've got it all figured out. They're just going to take Arrow and Flash. Because Arrow, everyone <laughs> except for Barry died. No, Oliver died. And Flash needs a new hero. Boom, single show. I would love. How would great love, would it be for Oliver to work with the rest of them? Three episodes of Oliver trying to work with Team Flash. It would oh make me so god. happy. Oh my god! It would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I want that in my eyeballs so much. You know what? He's gonna hate it, and they're gonna hate him. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's gonna oh. be amazing. Oh, oh yeah. 
<laughs> I like that's what I want now. Yeah, because you're welcome. This there's such huge sweeping endings that automatically mean nothing mm-hmm. because I have seen they're an not, episode also, of television. Not killing everyone off. No, I don't. Barry, the lead of our television show, is not gone forever. Like, come on. No, I would, I would give this whole network such props if they actually followed through. If Barry was like we were talking about this the other day, even if Barry was gone for like three episodes, and we got to see three episodes of this team functioning without him, yeah, that would be awesome. Oh yeah, but no. No, I feel like he's gonna be back in the first. In episode. the first episode, it's gonna be something stupid like they're in trouble and he's gonna see it from the speed force and he's gonna be like, "I have to go save them. They're my friends." And the speed force is gonna be like, "No, you made us a promise." And he's gonna be like, "But I love that." It's gonna be like Luke no. and Yoda on the fucking moon of um, Dagobah, gross wherever. Trees. Dagobah, yeah, <laughs> the moon of gross. Trees. Nailed it. Um, Look, I mean, Yoda wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what the whole con- we already know the conversation of how he gets out of there. Yeah. I just figured that Barry would... It's going to be because Iris went on a date. <laughs> uh, no, I was joking that Barry was going to come back. It's been three months and all the couples have changed. That, uh, who, what did I say? Iris is dating um, Draco. <laughs> okay, okay. And then... Uh, Jesse Kate... and um, Gypsy are dating. Yes. And then Caitlin is dating um, HR's girlfriend. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Cisco is forever alone. Mm-hmm. Forever alone. Also, also, Iris is pregnant. Damn. Actually, that's what that's I said. I was quickly. like, he's going to come back in three months and she's going to be married and pregnant. <laughs> oh, because there was a world ending event done. and someone proposed to her. Oh, my God. Boom. Wow. Full circle. <laughs> Dang. We should, um, actually, we should take bets on when we think Barry will come back. Because I'm, okay, I, I would say I'm more tentatively optimistic, but they like half-assed flashpoint so much mm-hmm. i i would love it if it was like the first half of the season was just wally being the new flash and Dude, like having that, i would to go love through that growing pains and shit well yeah especially because if we focused more on on wally then we would get to see him missing hr because hr was supportive for His him in a way that nobody else was not even joe not even joe yeah and so him trying to get by even if we if it would even be cool if we brought Harry and Harry was there. And so he's trying to work with Harry, who is not HR. Yeah. And, and so that Harry, could be... like, has that bond with Cisco already. And suddenly, mm-hmm. you know, Wally's just feeling like All the third All of a sudden, Wally's wheel. like, we got to go find another one. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta bring go me to, that like, Steampunk no. one. 27 I don't... and bring me another Harrison Wells. I don't like this one. Send it back. Should we take bets? Okay, so. I say the very end of the first episode, like, right before, right before the credits, um, in my wildest dreams, he falls naked from the sky. <laughs> Ooh, on top oh, of a uh, Long John Silver's. <laughs> and his blacks are in a tree across because the way. There, and there have been and his poop shooter. Out. <laughs> he lost his ding dong in the speed. There have been multiple Bummer. shows in which people return from other planes and they fall naked from the sky. Yeah. Oh my god. Stick or with just that like, trope, please. Yes. Come back, total Terminator style, where he's naked in a gone, ball like, of light. Yeah, and he's like. Abnormally Super ripped buff. all of a sudden. Oh, oh my God. He he's got like, like <laughs> he's got like the one knee, one yeah. fist on the ground pose. But he's like naked. Yes. Let's watch Terminator right now. <laughs> oh my God, I love that movie. So good. I'm going to say episode five. I'm. Dude, you're I'm optimistic. I'm feeling competent. 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 Up there with uh, Thurf. Yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling talky, apparently. Thurf. Did you poop out all your vowels? Apparently. Um, I, I, think, in my toilet. I think it's going to happen the way Beatrice says. I don't think he'll be naked. 
I think it's going to be end of the first episode. But to make it interesting, I'm going to bet third episode. Nice. Maybe okay. end of the third episode, falling naked from the sky. Okay. <laughs> Well, I feel like I have to bet he's going to fall naked from the sky. Too. I mean, that's going to be like an across the <laughs> Yeah, that's just, bet. yeah, that's a given. Dear the CW, send us Grant <laughs> Gustin naked from the sky. I mean, I'm still disappointed that when Dean came back from hell, he came out of the grave and didn't fall naked from the sky. Also, why would his clothes still be clothes? He'd been in there for like four months. Four months. They he should have been decomposed. Hell magic. Oh, I wanted him to come out like tattered, like the clothes hang off. I mean, At least when Buffy, Buffy climbed out of her grave, she was fucked up. God, men, can't you do anything right? Ugh, garbage. All right, can we talk about about the finale I hated? You should try to be more naked. (laughs) Do us this favor. Let's talk about the finale I hated even more than this one. Oh, really, dude? Like, I loved this episode of Arrow. It was- Shit, we have another episode (laughs) of TV to talk about. It had- God damn it. No, because it was like, oh, we can't trust him. Wait, we can trust him. No, we can't trust him. Oh my God, Malcolm's dead. Actually, oh my God, everyone's no dead. Joke, we spent most of the episode going, oh, I definitely believe this. Oh, look, I was wrong. <laughs> that was oh, our entire you know, every, I don't care. Every it single plot happy. point was like a mile away. You could see it coming. <laughs> it was so dumb. And Malcolm Merlin is not dead. No, he lost a foot. He lost a foot. <laughs> oh no, I think he grabbed Captain Boomerang, shoved him on top of that, and then, and then like, like rode him away like a body surfboard. <laughs> you know why? Because he was Ra's al Ghul once. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. I'm saying he did that thing and then used the like the ninja smoke and disappeared into the ether. Mm-hmm. I don't think no, you know that's how, how that it works. Stuff works. Smoke bombs. And then ether. No, I feel. I think a he, ether. I, Remember that? I ether. <laughs> we read a comic on girls. I could not figure out how to run. Who was it? A e t h e r. Aether. Sure. It was written by Greg Raga. That's we, all we We made about. a decision on how to pronounce it, and then whoever it was could not remember what it was Jesus. supposed to be. We probably forgot. It was, nice. it was bad. Anyway. Uh, no, I, I believe Malcolm lost a foot because I want him to keep losing limbs. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I like how he's so sad he can't clap anymore. I'm like, did you do a lot of clapping before, Malcolm? Is it a big thing oh, no, that was he, a part I'm of sure you? I'm sure he did like, sarcastic slow clapping all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. he can still sarcastic slow Golf clap claps. with a fake hand. It's not hand. the same. He just it's has to the make that noise with his mouth. <laughs> God. Oh, and apparently um, John Barrowman is... No, at least as of now, confirmed not returning for next season. Oh, so I'm wondering um, why I, is my question. I don't know because he's a CW delight, is stupid. And the, yeah, the CW is dumb. He's like money he's in the bank. Yeah, unless unless he's taking a year off to go do a play in London, mm-hmm. which I would believe. That or you know, send him over to the Supergirl universe for a while. I'd yeah! be so down with that. He's just a new character. Oh, my God. God. Put him in the same scene with Superman. Oh he God. would not stop hitting on him the entire time. Oh, my God. What great. if he's like the new like head of the DOJ or DEO or whatever? I'd love it. Yeah. We never got my Dean Cain Sunshine Superman scene. No. We never got our Dean Cain Terry Hatcher scene. Yeah. Fuck you, Supergirl. Very disappointing. One job. Anyway, back to Arrow. I have missed Slade so much. Um, He was a delight, though. It was weird for me. He kept calling him Kid. I was like, you're te- you're like five years older than him, <laughs> like ten minutes older than him. What is happening? No, right they're now? they're playing into the the daddy kink audience on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, CW knows what's up. It was interesting that the Mirakuru like flushed out of him eventually, and he's like, oh, no, I so went I crazy. Was, I was, was a shitty person. Ooh, Remember yeah. when I killed your mom? Uh, Sorry about my that. bad. I don't know if it was just him being underground in the darkness alone for two <laughs> years that sobered him up. <laughs> No stimulus. It's like it's like being in one of those um, isolation chambers, or what do you call it, where you float in water? Oh yeah, the 
things that have a name <laughs> where you float in water. Definitely has a name. Wow. Crushed it. I don't I know what it is. Apparently, it's like a thing now that you pay and you rent time in one. It's like the new hipster thing. You meditate. It sounds kind of fun, especially if you get the water that um, you can breathe in because it's oxygen. Oxygenated. Oxygenated? It, it has oxygen in it. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. Yep. Yeah. I just, I wouldn't want to be without stimulus. That I, I know that's the whole thing is that you're supposed to be without any stimuli, but I'd be like, I want a book. Well, that would be my problem. Like 35 seconds in, I'd be like, hmm, I wonder what's on Facebook. <laughs> oh, see, my because problem I have a is real problem. I have a tiny bit of tinnitus. So you take away all other stimuli and mm. all that's happening in my brain is yeah, that would, that would and I would just I choose death. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I thought that was a pipe. I thought that was pipe. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't. That wasn't. That was, that was my stomach. That was you. <laughs> We're both dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh my How god. are we recording this podcast? Yeah, it's. it's is there a fine. garbage disposal in your small intestine? <laughs> Yo, that's exactly how my tummy has felt for two days. Like I have a garbage oh, no. disposal chewing up metal. This podcast actually will act as our last will and testament. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. Dear listeners, I have been slowly poisoning these two <laughs> over a period it. of several weeks. It was, Come are you, on! Are you pumping lead into our atmosphere? <laughs> Maybe. Damn you. It just means we're going to go crazy and kill her, so oh, okay. I, I don't think she pumped this out very well. It's fine. I need I need some defensive wounds anyway to sell my story to the cops. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so definitely, um, after initially Manu Bennett only showed up in the Argus prison and then was walking around with a Deathstroke mask on, um, mm-hmm. I thought he just like cameoed and then they had somebody else actoring as him but no they just put just put a stunty in there yeah and then his face popped back out and i was very excited that's nice he's so great he is great he's, I, I want he's him super more. hot yeah mm-hmm. yes and um i mostly i love nissa i love every scene that she's in i want her to be in all the things i want her to be in legends of tomorrow and make out with sarah a lot mm, yeah yeah they need to yeah that <sighs> i just yeah. i love how angry malcolm was the whole time he's like I hate you so much. And she's just rolling her eyes. Yeah. You suck. She's like, man, I don't have time for Get your over shit it. right now. <laughs> and what about, like the rest, most of the fight scenes I was kind of over. Uh, I liked him. It was great. I just, I love Adrian Chase so much. He's such a shithole and he was always 10 steps ahead in such a shitty manner. <laughs> I don't know. He was one of my more favorite villains that we've had across these shows. I, mean, I, I was finding him entertaining over the last handful episodes, but I think I'm over him. I'm I'm glad he's dead. See, I I would have really liked if they'd left him alive, and then like two seasons from now, Oliver has to pull a Malcolm Merlin and like go to Chase and be all, "Yo, man, I really need your help right now." <laughs> and then they have that weird team up. They don't like each other dynamic thing. And well, I mean, he's still alive, right? He oh no, he shot, shot himself, himself in, in the, the head. face. And he had a dead band switch attached to him that blew the island up. Like I may not have been paying attention. No, he he dead. Like he's hella. He's hella dead. Okay. See that that guy. That guy we know for sure is dead. Yeah. Because he shot himself in the face. Everyone else is alive. Mm -hmm. He's dead. Yes. And man, that Oliver's child is going to need so much therapy, dude. Let me give you a recap of his last couple days. Well, I got kidnapped, held for a while. Oh, I'm on a boat. Okay. Hey, my dad's Green Arrow. Hey, he saved me. Hey, this dude shot himself. Oh, my mom's dead. <laughs> that has been his 24 hours. Man, this kid's going to need Pretty a intense. boatload of therapy. Yeah. yeah. Also, nobody's dead. They all made it to the... Oh, no, they, they made it to the boat on the other side of the island, even though we've established the island is huge. No, they they uh, went another couple of yards around the outside of the island and found a ferry. Oh, they're, ooh, nice. 
They're just Whoosh. doing like tourist trips now. <laughs> totally on you. <laughs> uh, uh, Oliver's like, where'd you guys go? Oh, we went to Malaysia. It's like five minutes away. They had churros. <laughs> I could dig it. There was Dole Whip. Dole Whip. It may have been a Disney Carnival cruise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, new theory here. So Felicity dropped a random one-off line that between her and Curtis, their combined IQ is over 500. That would make them, in our world, the two smartest people to have ever lived. What if they both have superpowers and it's just hyper-intelligence? Because you've got both of them, you've got Ray Palmer, you have so many people making crazy stuff. Like, Felicity, Felicity and Curtis are both very smart people, but I don't think they're breakout smart compared to a lot of the other people we've come across. So I'm going to throw this out here that super intelligence is another uh superhero trait and they both have it boom there okay that took me a while to get through it did that took quite a while yeah. to just go their superpower is smarts yeah no <laughs> well because over 500 combined iq is like bonkers well maybe it's just uh maybe curtis is really smart and felicity is just sort of getting by <laughs> she's actually at an 80 and he's like 430 oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and wow okay. even i know that doesn't equal 500 <laughs> 80 plus 430 is 510. Yeah, not 500. She said over, over 500. 500. It could be 501 and you're still it, wrong. It could be 587 and I was shortchanging like way them. off. Hmm. I'd be down if that was our superpower. Sure, why not? Yeah. That's cool. Okay. No so, arguments on that front. Seriously, oh, my favorite part of this episode is we go all the way back to season one, episode one, where the boat finds Oliver. <laughs> he tossed that shit on. Three minutes before the boat showed up. Oh, the so wig and the beard? They're coming. <laughs> yeah, did he wig, put it all on his dirt. one outfit? Like, the, the <laughs> yeah. wig and the beard are attached to the hood? I think so. Yes. Yeah, he just slips on. the whole thing over. Yeah, it's, it's He like... disappears into a cabin with scissors. <laughs> That made me so that was happy. crazy. Yeah, it's like when we you, laughed a lot. It's like when you buy a wig at Party City and it comes with a hat yeah. and a beard. Yeah, just all attached. Yeah, because that was not his hair. I guess. Before. I guess that's their retcon for why that beard looks so shitty. Uh huh. It's not a real beard. I I I don't know it. I was legit. No, that just was delightful. With that. No, that was great because literally they like pick him up and the two of us went, "Wait a minute, <laughs> that's not what he looks like." I was actually thinking when he's having that fight with Dolph Lundgren. And he's getting like all fucked up and like burned on his back. I was thinking, did we establish that in the first episode? Is this a specific callback to something like, like, like he a, was injured, like a pattern movie. that we saw on him when he took his shirt off in the first episode or something? Maybe. And I was trying to think about that, and I completely missed that his hair and his facial hair was all wrong yeah. until we saw him with the wig on. I really want to go back now and like see in the first episode when he's shirtless and has all that shit and scars and everything and try to trace through where he got all of it. Well, he does have definitely have like uh like the whip marks from yeah. the island and he has the tattoo. Um and I know he has some of that he's other got, shit. Well he's got both the Bratva and the Constantine tattoos. Yeah. He's got a couple bullet holes, some stabby wounds, like you got fucked up. He he had a rough five years. Five years in hell. <laughs> With, you know, a brief stint at Russia. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Russia's not that great. It's cold there. <laughs> Touche. Uh, what else was nice? Him calling his mom was very nice. Okay, that was that. that was nice because I love, I love me some Moira. Yeah, that was a good scene. And honestly, I really like the island being blown up at the end. Like, like we're done with it now. Yeah, I thought yeah, that was a very good, like, capstone for, hey, we've had five years of flashbacks to this island and revisiting mm-hmm. it during the seasons and everything. And, you know, we're done with that. We're moving on. Here's a... Really not subtle, symbolistic way of going about showing mm. that. 
yeah, when uh, when they show how many bombs Dude. are planted on that island, I laughed so hard <laughs> because this show it does overkill and then it does arrow overkill. I just, and good lord! I like to think that Adrian Chase didn't become Prometheus for quite a while because he'd spent two years just planting, planting C four across the entire <laughs> island. He's just like this shitty Johnny oh Appleseed of C four. <laughs> Uh, how long would it take one person or to like, plant that many bombs? He, he was Adrian Chase, the DA, but every single sick day and vacation day, <laughs> he was on that island. Like, he has uh, so many miles built up. Just in his well, head, just Well, that's how muttering. he got his pilot's license. So yeah. he could like, fly out there with the C4. He's just oh muttering 10 steps ahead to himself the entire ten time. 10 steps. <laughs> I'm sad about Big Dick Billy. I'm going to miss him. Yeah, he was great. I liked him. He is one of the more enjoyable villains we've ever had on any of these shows. Mm-hmm. He was great. He's just charismatic like, and nutters. Bug and... nuts crazy, yeah. but mm-hmm. super smart, which mm-hmm. I like. I think I think my favorite scene of him is when he's driving that car covered in blood <gasps> and, like, and whistling. Oh he's, my god. He's whistling to himself. That was crazy. I like that. And um when he they find out who he is, and then he comes back to work the next day and is <laughs> like, hassling no Wild Dog deal. about TPS reports. Yeah, he's like, I need that report. Um, I'm the DA. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah. Okay, so we had a bet last episode. Mm-hmm. How long is everyone dead for next season? Not at all. Like, it just opens, everyone's fine. Like, Oliver is just on the boat, hugging his kid, freaking out, playing flies overhead. Well, except though. Arrow's been pretty good about doing uh, a three-month break between, like, in-show break between their their seasons also. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, okay. They'll all just be back and in the Yeah, I'd say either they're Mm -hmm. they're just back right off the bat. Okay, I'm going to float a crazy, ridiculous theory. Antonoli captures them. Yes, actually. I was going to go with they get get kidnapped off the far side of the island by somebody. The Russian guy who's mad at you. Antonoli right now. Yeah. And so then Oliver gets Antinoli. His... I was wondering why that sounded weird. Antinoli. Look, you don't know. <laughs> Antinoli. I was words. like, that's not right. But what is Pepperoni. <laughs> He's made of cannoli. <laughs> oh, jeez. Good um, Lord. That was so was bad. Was it bad? That was real oh, bad. Felt bad. <laughs> that was like Luigi style. <laughs> um, but yeah, so somebody with a boat or a plane or a fucking carnival cruise ship on the far side of the island scoops them all up, takes them away. And then they all end up in a like a Russian jail cell. And then Oliver gets to spend three months with the Flash team because everybody is dead. <laughs> I I want this so much. <laughs> what if the Flash team helps him find his team and it takes the three months and by the end of it, they're like on a knife's point of killing each other. When they, they finally find them and Cisco just rushes over and he grabs Felicity by both shoulders. Just kisses her right Take on the him. mouth. And Take goes, him back! Get him away from me. <laughs> I can't anymore. None. None more. He keeps showing up in my lab. Just and growling. Lurking. He's like lurking in the corner and staring <laughs> and at just me. just growling. No words. Just growls. Or he's up on the roof. I can't work this way. Just staring off into the distance. It's awful. He never communicates. Drinks all my coffee. He never changes the filter. <laughs> <laughs> and he refuses to do laundry. Yep, so that was Arrow. Okay. <laughs> uh, we would love to hear all of your wild and crazy theories about what might happen next season. What are our crazy theories for the Arrowbacks? What are they going to do now? It was other people's origins. Goth right? Felicity. God. Or just drop none? it completely. How about none? That would be nice, too. You know, I, I like this season's Arrowbacks more yeah. than the last couple. Mostly because Dolph Lundgren, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well, him and just Anatoly. Nailed it. Yes. There you go. Like, 
He's such a delightful person. Antonoli. Shush. Well, I I love him. He's he was great. He was great on Stargate Atlantis. He's great on this show. Mm-hmm. I love him all the time. Oh shit! Oh shit! Wait, he's the Russian friend. Oh my god! Oh my! Are you just getting there? <laughs> he's he doesn't look anything <laughs> like he did on Stargate. Oh my god! He's, he's the one with like the longer hair and the glasses, and he always fights with um, with Rodney with Rodney Zelenka. And he's not oh Russian. He's Czech. Yes. I feel like I knew this the first time he showed up, and then I promptly <laughs> forgot. forgot. Oh shit! He's great. We should watch Stargate Atlantis. Yes, always. I've seen it five times. We're skipping mm-hmm. through the first season because it's kind of stupid. Ford is weird. Yes. Or does Ford get weird in the second season? No, Ford. Get, Ford's fine in season one, but then he's dumb in season he's two. Dumb in season two. But the first season is like still. We've been skipping around. Mostly, mm-hmm. we just want to get to Ronan. <laughs> Jason Momoa, he's so good on that show. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, Atlantis? and he ro- yeah. runs around with like dreadlocks and a kick-ass gun, and he does a jump punch. That's nice. like his signature move. Mm-hmm. I like it. And he's grumpy and bad at making friends, and it's great. But then he and John make sure bros. Him and um, Taylor mm-hmm. are like BFF. Bestie bros. Okay, so what was everyone's favorite show this week? Ugh. Supergirl. None. For me, it was Arrow. And that's real unusual. Wow. Yeah. I think my favorite show this week was the other shows I watched this week. <laughs> <laughs> I've been catching up on Bull. That was more enjoyable. No, you have to pick one. No, I I choose none. And pick Arrow. No. You know you want to. What else have we watched this week? It's going to be, you know it's going to be Supergirl because of Sunshine Superman. Yeah, that's fair. He's my favorite thing in the entire world. Yeah. Like, even, like, the Supergirl finale was good, but not great. But the other two finale for, finales for me were just Can awful. I just pick Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, just... I'm going to go back to last week. And I, it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was best. So that is our show. Thank you for listening to all of our Arrowverse stuff. It will be back, <laughs> I don't know, when? September? When do shows come back? It's like November it's now. A long time. Okay, it will be back never. But until then, we are going to be doing summer stuff, which will include Winona and Preacher. And we'll be finishing up Iron Fist. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so next week, join us for the first three episodes of Young Justice, as we need something to do, and that show yes. looks delightful. They have finally suckered me into yeah. some sort of yeah. it, it took cartoon years help. of browbeating. <laughs> Which one is Young Justice again? Remind me. Um, it's is like, it with Raven and Jean? Okay, Raven's not on this one. Yeah, that's Teen Titans. But okay. Jean does show up. Shit, I really tried to get you to watch Teen Titans, too, and you shot no. it down. No, no, I saw a couple episodes and Superboy was annoying. Yeah, I mean that sounds right. <laughs> you're not wrong. Anyway, you're gonna like you're gonna like Red Tornado on this one. Yeah. Okay, I'm into it. So anyway, yeah, we'll be watching a uh, first three of Young Justice and episodes ten and eleven of Iron Fist as we need to finish that up for y'all. I mean, I guess, or we could just tell you don't watch this fucking show. <laughs> no, nope, nope. We do these things and for watch our listeners. Defenders. Oh, oh, Instead of watching Iron Fist, rewatch Jessica Jones. So anyway, we'll be watching uh, 10 and 11 of Iron Fist or and some Young all, Justice. All the Punisher episodes. Of I want to go to bed. Sorry. Just stop for it. Stop. So anyway, that's our show. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Same damn time, same pal channel. Bam, bam pal! pal.